It's the Focus Target Podcast, episode 58 of season two, recorded today, uh, September 7th, year of our Lord 2020, and uh, we are back for our final, we promise, Star Wars episode, at least for a while. Um, we're going to talk today about the new Star Wars trilogy, the, um, the, um, the, um, was oh, it cool. the, the, Sky, the Skywalker Saga trilogy? Is I think the Skywalker is Saga is like all of them. Oh, Okay. That's the that's the title they have for all nine. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I believe that is true. That is their working title, Skywalker Saga. Gotcha. Um, before we get any further, I would be remiss if I didn't introduce, reintroduce my co-hosts who are with me each time: our friend Shy and our friend Van. Gentlemen, Hello, buddy. How's it going? Top of the evening. Yeah, it's uh, Labor Day, so happy Labor Day to people who are out there. I hope you are celebrating responsibly, and uh, as we are clearly in each of our isolated booths here um so star wars star star wars stuff um is always um is always fun and what we're gonna do before i said episode 58 it's episode 59 i was looking at the wrong line sorry about that people a little cleanup corner before we even get started episode 59 uh today and uh before we get to our actual discussion of the new trilogy we are going to talk about our question of the day last time if you listened to our episode we were excited about a new uh kenobi trilogy uh trailer that had been released um and our homework for van and i was to go out and watch it which we did but we came to find out that the trailer was actually not an official trailer it was a fan-made fabrication and which it is fooled bizarre. Me. It fooled the hell out of me. me I had no clue that that was not legit. Uh, like what about copyright infringements? Because they splash Lucas Arts all over that thing. They do I know? I mean that. I guess what you can do on the internet these days is. I think in all the I think in all of the titles or descriptions, at some point it says concept or you know I mean it's not they're yeah. not trying to make it seem like it's an actual trailer. So yeah. I for just, people who had I told you guys closer. there was a trailer and I just didn't look at it close enough. Yeah, but how many other friends are telling friends that there's a trailer? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, if there's anything that this uh, past couple of election cycles have shown us is that. Um, think what you want, a Donald Trump fake, fake news. news actually is a thing like unfortunately Um, so that's neither here nor there but anyway so we don't have an official kenobi teaser trailer that we thought we did which is incredibly disappointing however um we're gonna keep the question of the day like okay so that wasn't the real thing but like it gives us some food for thought what would you guys like to see in the upcoming kenobi um show that's coming out on disney plus at some point in the near future we hope let's start with shy shy like you know, you're you're the creative director. What do you what do you bring into the screen for us? So one of the coolest things I thought in the the concept trailer that I saw, and we kind of j- talked about this before the show. It'd be funny because we potentially all watch different concept trailers potentially, so they could have all had different elements. But the one I looked at, and I don't know if you guys has had hints of this, but it looked like it brought back Darth Maul, and that he was going to be the Sith in the Disney Plus show, and kind of like almost like a re matchup. Again, you know, because that was kind of episode one was it was Kenobi versus Darth Maul. Kenobi, you know, defeats him, but it'd be, you know, but like kind of them older, I guess, coming back together and facing off against each other, maybe in like the climax. So I think that could be really cool. That got me super pumped when like it showed a clip of Darth Maul. Um, Very, very cool idea. And I believe, I don't know, somebody will have to fact check me on this, but I thought that there was some either Legends materia material or other source material about that that like supposedly that was a thing that like once it was clear that darth maul did survive which spoilers if you've seen solo you know from that movie from an official star wars movie that he does indeed survive episode one like that was my understanding of what actually happened is that like they do clash at some point but i don't know whether that was from like a comic book or a of a novel or what but like that I would love to see that. That'd be amazing. Van, what about you? How does he survive episode one? Dude, my understanding is that like because he it was cut he was cut off through the, Perfectly. Through the stomach. Like yeah. Right. Lightsaber wounds as we uh, know so instantly like, caught her eyes. Right. Just like we saw with Luke's hand and <clears> stuff. And so he's I guess you had to assume it was low enough that no critical organs were hit. 
And my right. understanding is he like basically crawled into like an automated trash thing that took him somewhere, mm. and like he was somebody found him and was able to help him. There's there is something about that. Like there's definitely some legends or uh, other materials about that where you can read more about that. I have not myself. But clearly, he does. Saw that because... on the sh- oh, yeah. What? Well, yeah, no, also... clearly he does because he, he was. I mean, he's at the end of Solo. And the rule is that we've seen in all Star Wars, nobody who falls down a chute is actually dead. Nobody who has <laughs> ever fallen down. Yep. Not yeah. a single not person. Emperor. We always yeah. thought the yeah, Emperor had. No, right. oh, slow down. <laughs> nobody who has fallen down a chute has ended up dying. Um, the only person who has fallen who has not yet come back is Mace Windu. And he didn't fall down a chute. He got thrown out a window. Right, so, space. You know, but we've seen people come back from space. You know, yes, we have. Maybe Mace Windu yeah. will show up in Kenobi. Really, like unless somebody, <laughs> like unless somebody, like literally dies on the screen, they're fair game. Unless, unless, unless they show the Viking burial with the right. fire and everything. <laughs> like, just assume they're alive. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad they didn't bring Darth Vader back in the in the sequel trilogy, but we'll get to that anyway. Van, what about your thoughts on on Kenobi? What do you want to see out of that show? Liam Neeson. Mm, or boy. Liam Neeson. Boy, I thought but I, I had the best answer. Now <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. He he yeah. should right. Like we know that. Like that that that's kind of what they hinted at in the one that I that obviously that you saw. And I, I hope I did too. Yeah. Um, you know they hinted that okay, that's what he's supposed to be doing over the next twenty years is learning about being a forest ghost and being in tune. And and they say at the end of episode three, you know, an old friend is coming to help you, Master Qui Gon. So like. Right. Yes, yes. Give me fucking Force Ghost, Qui Gon Jin. Absolutely. No, shy. You're not with that. No, as a Force Ghost, yes, I agree with that. Okay. I thought originally yeah, you were saying alive. as Qui Gon Jin. Not bring him back to life. Like, no, no. I was like, I was going with real, please, somewhat realism please, here. Please don't bring him back to life. <laughs> that would not be cool. That'd be the opposite of cool. Just he was as a the ghost, one, you know, as a voice, as a. Yes, like bring him. Like hell, I want to see that see process, right? You actually, I want to see, see that process. Yeah, die, lightsaber, yeah, right. Chest, well, and yeah. he does get it. He does get a burial. He gets he does, the you're flaming, right. He gets the, he gets the, fl- the Viking vibe. Mm. Yeah, that you mentioned before. Good point. For myself, those were two great answers. I, I, I would be very disappointed if both of those aren't in the actual show. Um, for me, what yeah. I found very compelling about that was I loved how he was like. Like, I always find it fascinating when people have to grapple with the things they've gone through. Like, yes. I really love that about, um, I forget if it was Iron Man 2 or Iron Man 3, but one of the later Iron Mans is about Tony Stark kind of like wrestling with like, is that three? Where he's kind of losing a little bit because like he's gone through some shit and like, yeah. you know, like it's kind of messing with him. And like, he has to, like, that's a real thing. Like, people, like, when you go through crazy stuff, like, you have to, find a way to to get through it and i thought that was the coolest part of the trailer to me was the thought of like how he's grappling with not just like you know the murder of basically everybody he knows and respects in his profession the fact that he failed to stop it but also like his confrontation with anakin like you forget they were best friends like you were my brother anakin i loved you like and then he had he, high he meant it he like like that's got to take a toll on you to like cut somebody down like that and leave them to die and i just i really thought that was so interesting uh to see so but he doesn't die by the way no no he doesn't yeah no he just you know yeah thank you for that i hope that wasn't too big of a spoiler for anybody (laughs) (laughs) so okay yeah i mean Overall, I just want like if they I what I did a little research about Kenobi afterwards because I was so interested after seeing that fake trailer. Um, but I guess one of the the director of the show is going to be somebody who directed a couple of the episodes of The Mandalorian and was working on that. Uh, one of the ladies who I think she did two episodes for The Mandalorian and like has a good track record. Like that's what I want. Like what so I want exactly more than anything. About. What I want is for it to be good. Like even if it goes a different direction than what I want, like if it's as good as the Mandalorian was, like I'm much more interested in the story of Obi-Wan than I was in the story of the Mandalorians. Like I wasn't, I was never that interested in that. And I, like, I didn't even, that's why I didn't watch it for a long time. Cause I was like, I mean, okay, you know, I can give, take, take or give Boba Fett, whatever. Like I wasn't that interested, but the show was so good. And like, if they, if it's that level of quality and that, that solid, like, Whatever they do with it, it'll be awesome. And that's, that's what I want to see. It's just high quality. All right. Anything else on the Kenobi? When's the Mandal- Kenobi? Mandalorian take place? Oh, it takes place like 50 years, right? After 
no mandalorian is seven years after return of the jedi so it's okay. between jedi and rise of and uh of force awakens got it um By did like, you guys see that yeah. they've released the date for the next the new mandalorian episodes are no, coming out end of october uh, so. i heard october i didn't i didn't hear no. the end of october that's cool yeah we just got rid of disney plus now we're gonna bring it right back which is good because that means we haven't watched Hamilton in like a day. So we need to <laughs> rewatch it for the 900th time. The show is so good. But. All right. Uh, that's neither here nor there. Maybe we'll do a Hamilton podcast one day if you guys ever see it. Um, Rise of Skywalker, um, Force, Force Awakens, Awakens, and what's Last the other Jedi. one? Last Jedi. Those are the three we're on today. The sequel podcast, the sequel trilogy, as it were. Um, I'm going to start with shy on them because I know he's got a little bit, maybe more love in his heart, a little more charity towards these movies than Van and I. So shy, what I want to hear from you is, and from everybody, we're all going to go through, uh, cause I hope there's something redeeming about them. What did you like about this? Let's, let's start to high level of the trilogy. Like what, what did you enjoy about these, these movies? I do like how it wraps up. I will say that. And this is going to be kind of a twisted compliment, but by, I think as you got through the second one, you're kind of at times you're like, what, what, what the fuck is happening with this with this trilogy? Like, where is it going? What are they doing? Like, they've they're doing all this weird stuff that doesn't really like, co- you know, doesn't cohere. They're adding in things that you're like, how can they did they ever pull this out? And then uh, I think that the third movie, I do like how it pulled together. I I really do like the Kylo, Kylo and Ray coming together at the end to beat the Emperor. And I think some of that interplay. I think um, just seeing, I don't know, I'm a sucker for redemptive stories, um, which sometimes I don't like stuff because, you know, I, or sometimes I find myself like hoping for, you know, redemption when it doesn't happen. But I do like how you see Kylo's kind of thread throughout the trilogy and how he kind of does turn back at the end. Um, and I'm also kind of sappy so like the scene uh one of the scenes i, I really liked because uh, I, re- I rewatched rise of skywalker recently but on the planet um oh, uh, was it on endor i think actually no it wasn't on endor but the planet where the, where the death star crashed in the third movie with all the waves the ocean that when uh, like she goes to recover i wasn't 100 percent clear on that i believe that it was another moon of endor right like it orbited, endor. The f- it orbited the forest moon mm-hmm. but i think that was like a different moon in that system all right, right. but, but yeah. like the scene when when Kylo sees Han again and they yeah. have their short little discussion, I really yeah. like. I thought found it very force, touching. Force um, ghost Han. And yeah, well, not even force ghost, right? He just shows up. It's just I don't well, know. I mean, I mean, it's probably you know. In the end, I, I took I took it as just like his mind, like just something from his mind. Yes. He was imagining. That's what I took it as. Like, also, I believe like, not I, an actual apparition. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, I think um, I really liked. Uh, it's definitely not a perfect trilogy. I think it potentially has the most issues of any of either of the other trilogies. Um, but uh, I think there's I, there's a lot of stuff I like about it. I will say that. Van, um, what'd you like about it? The titles, Star Wars, I think is really good. Like that, it's a title. It's called Star Wars. That was good. Nice. See, I would think if that's the only good thing you can find to say about it, I would think that would be a bad thing. That's true. No, um, I'm just, I'm just being a jerk. Yeah. (laughs) No. Um, I, I, so here's, 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 okay. This is interesting. So I watched them all in theater and I, I really didn't like any of them. Um, I like the first three more than I like the last three. And then in preparation for this podcast, um, for this two series podcast that has become a four week podcast, four series, I actually had time to rewatch them again, which was it's a good been thing. Five actually. Oh, five Jesus. actually. Okay. Three. <laughs> two. All right. So the one gaming and then the one movie podcast that we're supposed to do that's now stretched into five. And we also um, did well, it was like the media. There was like the mo- book slash other media one with the TV shows books. Fan yeah. forgets that one because he didn't say anything in it. Remember. The point <laughs> is. <laughs> the, <books. laughs> the point is, um, I had time to go back and, and rewatch them, and I actually enjoyed right. them more the second time than the first time. And I wonder if it's because like something that, that shy said in the beginning, like it, they throw you all these curveballs, and you don't know where the hell they're coming from or where they're going. But after you've seen it once, you kind of know what the end game is. So those pieces make a little bit more sense in, in hindsight, um, at least for me, they did. So I was able to watch it and, and know where it was, you know, the surprises were done. 
and I was actually able to just appreciate a different aspect of it. And and that actually, I think, I think they probably bumped up above. Um, well, clearly, two was the worst one uh, of all of them. But I I think it's probably my my second. If I had to pick the three as a whole, I oh, think the, the trilogies. Last, I think the last is actually better than the first three, <laughs> in my opinion. Now. <laughs> Hard to consider that. That's a good question. Where, like, if you're ranking them as you're trilogies, only, yeah, you, can't, you can't take episodes. You mm. got to rank them as a trilogy. I'll, I'll have to get. I'll have to give that some thought and try and give an answer by yeah. the end of this. Uh, yeah, but I don't know if I can do that right now. The character. I mean, the characters are fun. I also have a lot to say about the characters too. Um, but like, it was really cool about the special effects and and uh, other vehicles that you know were there, like B, uh, like bombers, B wings, and shit like that that you really don't get much exposure to in other other Star Wars. It brought into to the actual universe and. Oh, I think I think it did I think it did really well and there's no Jar Jar. So, well, I'll say for um, I I did enjoy the characters. I thought the casting was really good. I thought um, they like they were pretty compelling. I thought having a strong female lead in Ray was really cool, and that she did a great job of being somebody who's like <laughs> she's very much like Luke, but very different from Luke as well like luke had that idealistic like yeah i want to go fight the empire yeah let's do this and she's kind of more like i don't really know what i want like i just want to get back to jaku i'm not yeah my parents come back yeah i'm not really here to be a freedom fighter but you know i'm not also a bad person and like she was a very interesting character i thought the idea of finn was very cool the idea that like okay like stormtroopers are so like like the reserve droid troopers like they're so mindless and like this shows that hey maybe they're not all like that that sometimes like maybe they see what they're doing and they're like yo this is an atrocity like we're murdering these people for no reason like i can't be with this like i thought i thought he was a cool character and look oh was just a badass like let's be real like he was a cool dude um uh, Cheyenne like Poe? Poe is one of my least favorite characters. Oh, in the oh my god, Poe's like oh, one of my like favorite characters. He felt like a weak Han to be honest and Ugh. i don't know i I liked. I like. I mean, I get the hotshot pilot, but like, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I feel like he. I mean, I felt like he was a poor man's Han in in Episode Seven, but I think by the end of the the trilogy, I think yes. he came to his own. In my well, opinion. my my understanding too is he was not meant to have the role that he had. That he was just meant to kind of be more of a, you know, a hotshot pilot who like he wasn't meant to be a main character, but his character was so people liked him so much that they actually built out his role in the subsequent movies. Mm. Um, and I thought especially, I, I really liked how it went in episode eight. I thought his part was one of the more compelling parts of that movie where like he doesn't, he's not really doing the right thing, but he, you can tell he's trying, like he thinks he is and like he thinks shit's going down that's retarded and he wants to, he wants to get things he's like you guys can't be doing this like this is our lives are at stake the rebellion's at stake and like he's kind of going about it the wrong way but his heart's in the right place i thought that was a cool angle yeah and he like instead of our main characters but yeah he usurps him like twice and twice he's like was categorically wrong depending on how you look at it and like that's that's crazy i I also want to um talk about how or just mention how you're talking about how finn um was a traitor to the empire whatever well i guess the new order whatever you want to call it a defector and but he wasn't alone because you meet somebody else at the end too and he even says he's like oh i thought i was the only one so it's like yeah so you know this actually happens more frequently than just this anomalous fn right it's not just one dude right yeah that's a great point that's a great point yeah which makes Uh, sense because in seven they talk about like sending him to reconditioning remember like after shows up he's shown erratic yes. so obviously they knew obviously that he's not the first person that, yeah so <laughs> they, they have, have a program to deal with it, with it. <laughs> um, I, think I think it's worth mentioning luke's character too like I, I think this was something that like van talking about going back and watching him and enjoying them more i really didn't like eight the first time i saw it it really threw me for a loop there's a lot i don't like about eight it's my least favorite of this trilogy i don't i don't dislike it as much as two but I, it's my least favorite and part of it was because luke i didn't i had him in my mind who luke would be before the series ca- the trilogy came out and he was not that way at all i thought of him he was gonna be a badass he's gonna come back and save the rebellion he's gonna kick everybody's butt and no he's like he's he's like he's a he's fucking a jerk. Yeah, yeah, he's a hermit and a jerk. And yeah. yeah, and 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 you know, just does nothing. And I think the first time I saw the movie, just it kind of shocked me. And then going back after having seen the fir- the three back. and watching, or at least seeing the first two, um, yeah, it was definitely worth. Uh, I thought I thought that his character turned out a lot better, more realistic. 
I was going to say that as well, that it was fun to see a lot of the old characters come back. I thought Han was great in episode seven. I thought, um, I, I will get into what I didn't like about Luke, but I did like Luke's, like I, the parts with Luke in it were my favorite parts of episode eight by far. And uh, freaking having Lando come back in episode nine was dope. I love Lando. And, and even, even Leia, like I thought, I have a lot of beef with some of the scenes that she was in, but like, I thought she was, she was fine. Like I thought she did a good job and it was cool. Like it was a cool way to pass the torch. Right. And have like, here's the new characters, the new generation, but also still have some of the old familiar faces and kind of see what they're up to. So that really starts to segue us, I think, into the next topic, maybe uh, a little more, uh, a little bit more interesting, which is what you did not like about the new trilogy and we'll do it snake style and come back to me um i, I uh, go ahead I'll, I'll let you do it no you i just have about. i just have a bunch of things written here that i don't like that uh, i want to go oh, over so well, you nice. got, got notes yeah. so yeah. i'm gonna start yeah, with the, the, even the car carl rove so if you look at this graph here <laughs> <laughs> so i'll leave a lot for you guys but i'm going to talk about the thing that i personally disliked most about these movies and uh shy touched on a little bit and it's just a personal preference thing it's it's the the future that they built for these movies is not the one i had envisioned and part of that has to do with having read all these books that detailed Mm -hmm. what happened after after the original trilogy and like they basically came in and swept all that away. And I understand why you have to do that, but it's disappointing because I liked that, especially some of those trilogies that we talked about in our previous podcast, the Jedi Academy trilogy, the, um, the Thrawn trilogy, not the, what was that called? The um, heir to the empire trilogy, like the one, like the, the and some of the standalone books, like uh truce at Bakura and um, the courtship of princess Leia, like these built a, a, a sequel environment for these characters that I liked that it wasn't all, you know, happy, but it, it was like, I mean, in, in the, in these books, like Leia and Han go on to get married and have kids and have a good relationship together instead of the tragedy that befalls them, like to come back and find that Luke is an angry old hermit who like, let's be fair about this though. Luke was always a little bitch in the original movies. He was always a whiny little bitch. Little this, is actually, this is actually very much in character for him. This is, I can, I can see when you look at this, it's like, yeah, he met with some, uh, some hard times and a failure and he went and sulked on a planet just the way Yoda did. Like, I can see, I, I, it's not that much of a stretch. It's just sad. It's not like, it's like you said, like I didn't see him like that. I wanted him to have, like they won. They were supposed to have won and had a happy ending. And like, I know life isn't like that. And usually I'm the champion of things being more realistic than fairy tale esque but it's just sad to think that like, like the way Han and Leia's relationship fell apart, like that breaks my heart, man. Like that's not how I wanted it to be. And the fact, again, like, I guess maybe I'm just too attached to the, what's now legends material that, that I just took is like, that's what happens afterwards. Like I know the story of what happens after the empire falls and I, and I always liked it. And so it was hard for me to reconcile that and i could never feel like i could really give these movies the shake they deserved because like i'm comparing them to another reality that i prefer um and like that's it's not a knock on the movies themselves like i said i understand why they had to do it it's just from a personal preference like i prefer the history that the books wrote out than the history that the movies did um so let's go i'll give you guys a chance to talk about your stuff and then i i have some more if if you guys don't get to it uh so van let's go back to you where's your biggest dissatisfaction well i want to i want to agree and then disagree about luke's character yes he was always a whiny bitch but at the same time like when i think of luke like the i the only scene that i always or the first thing that comes to mind is hi i'm luke skywalker i'm here to rescue you with like this big bright smile like he's excited he's trying to be noble like he wants to do the right thing and then all of a sudden the next one is like who are you just throws his fucking lightsaber off the goddamn cliff like i don't know it's like i guess i can believe that that's what happens to him after all the shit he went through and maybe it wasn't as glorious as he thought it would be to be out in the skies you know maybe it's better shooting swamp rats with a t66 oh, wait that wasn't even it oh yeah what? 16 oh yeah t16 um okay 
my biggest gripe, um, and I, I can give a couple examples, um, is when I think of Star Wars, I think of the Force. And I feel like a lot, I mean, I feel like that's synonymous for a lot of people. Um, it's one of the differentiating characteristics. It's like one of the main elements in the story. And I feel like the last three cheapened the Force by making it so powerful. Now, that sounds weird and, and a little contradictory, but let me explain the dichotomy. Um, the Force is, in my opinion, and what we've been taught through the first six episodes, episode one through six, is like earned through effort and mindfulness and like training and all of this shit that is just quickly granted to Ray and um and Kylo Ren even has like forces that we've never even seen before being used, right? Like being able to stop laser blasters in their tracks as opposed to just deflecting them with the with the, oh, with the, yeah. the lightsaber and stuff like that. Um and I just feel like how quickly they were getting it and then i, I do want to actually turn it back onto you two and ask you why you think that is if you have a theory behind it um but because they were able to, to get these awesome powers which i thought were cool they were awesome but i felt like it cheapened the whole concept of the force um the reason the only logical explanation i could give to myself is has been explained in a couple of the episodes where you are the embodiment of all jedis that came before you mm. Um, so yes, while Luke was alive, well, no, because that wouldn't make any sense because Luke, there was only who Obi-Wan left as a, as a Jedi, maybe Leia. Um, but I don't know. So what? Yoda. Oh yeah. Yoda. Yeah. For while he was alive. Spoiler alert, he dies. Um, so, but yeah, so that, that's the only thing I can think of, but even, yeah, even they struggled getting it together, but I don't know. It's just, there were a lot of things like episode one, excuse me, episode seven we see finn take on kylo ren in a lightsaber battle and actually hold his ground right like he loses but he held his ground and we see ray using jedi mind tricks we see her force pulling we see her using a lightsaber like well and that makes sense though because she had she showed that she was um you know really good with a bow staff and whatnot so i don't know how easy those skills transcend to from one another but i can understand she's an avid or a good fighter so i, I get the lightsaber with her but there were just a couple things that that um i don't like about it so yeah jedi mind trick the saber battle with with finn um her saber battle with kylo ren and also um her force pull and i think even the saber battle with which one was it that actually gets ren so He's I know Ray. he gets sliced I in think, the face with Ray's, Ray, Ray's the but one I think he gets tagged in the shoulder with Finn also. Maybe. And I thought that was like completely unrealistic. I'm like, dude, Kylo Ren would like rip your face off with just the force. And you're sitting here going to. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, I think, you know, you could, you could make that argument, right? Like how much does actual training with a weapon translate to a lightsaber? Like, even if it does, like that's the whole point of the Jedi is like the force is supposed to give you a significant advantage. And so like you could at least make the argument with Ray, okay, she's got this, you know, again, we're getting into spoiler territory here. So if you're, if you haven't seen these movies, I didn't mention that before, probably I'll turn this off now, but you know, Ray's got the, the bloodline of Palpatine within her right so you could say that the force is strong with her it's kind of guiding her actions sure. it's augmenting what she already knows that maybe she could put up a fight against kylo i completely agree with you with finn like the whole point is it doesn't matter if you're a stormtrooper trained with weapons if you don't have the force and somebody else does and like not just that like they're also like a master of their weapon like that should have been like a two-second fight it should have been like boop boop you're dead like dead like like not no, wounded, like, like done. Yeah, like, like right. But like it does. It that I definitely agree. It kind of cheapens like Viking like, burial with fire, everything. It's like gone, what, Finn. how why who's who's terrified of Kylo Ren if like right. some dude can pick up a, a lightsaber and now duel him? Like See, I have that, a theory about this. Okay, let's hear it. Yeah, I'd love to hear Ky it. Kylo just killed his dad. Like he was not in a right emotional state of mind. Mm. He was obviously very torn about that killing Han. And he went through with point. it. Like so then that. he faces off against Ray and, and Finn. Like, I don't think he really, and I think that's why he got so, so destroyed. Obviously he was much more powerful than either of them. And I think he just, he was just not 
not present. I think head was I think I like that. I, I think I, I like that I'm because his thing, his thing throughout the whole series is confliction, right? Good side, dark, dark side, light side, getting pulled back and forth. And then, yeah, he just does this. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. I like Let's it. Let's talk so, about one. Cause he can't oh, channel. Ahead. Yeah. Sorry. He, he can't, he can't fully channel the dark side cause he's conflicted. So then maybe he can't fully channel the light side either. So maybe he is just back to bear tactics at that point. I don't know. It's a cool idea, Shy. I like it. I, I want to say that one of the coolest things about that fight, though, I really love the little touch they put in where, like, when he's fighting and, like, he needs to power himself up, he's, like, punching himself in his yeah. wound yeah. and, like, yeah. <laughs> like making that dark – like, making himself mad, like, letting that dark side energy flow That's through cool, him to yeah. give him that extra boost. It's like, that is exactly how the dark side works. Like, that was a very clever implementation of that, and I thought that was very well done. Very visceral. Yeah, so I guess if I were to s summarize everything, like, yes, we're asked to suspend our belief because the whole thing is fiction, but I think they asked us to suspend even once you're inside the Star Wars universe to suspend your belief again, and I just didn't buy it. So it just all felt cheap to me for a while and unbelievable. So, uh, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take some license here because Van got okay. to push back on your stuff, Smiley. So I'm yep. going to... I'm going to give a pushback on something Van said, then I'm going to okay. give something I don't like, and then as soon as we go snake style again, I'm going to give a second thing I don't like. Okay, um, let's do it. Van, about the Force powers, I've heard that said so many times. I have so many. I think I told you guys I have friends who even had a Star Wars wedding, and I've seen all these with them. And they, yeah. like, like the, one, the husband is just like, he's always like, they never did that in the first six movies. Why all of a sudden are they doing that? Like, specifically yeah. with Luke's, his ability to like transport yeah, himself so, in, in, in Mirage across the galaxy. He's like, right. how could he do that? Um, and I don't know, like to be perfectly honest, I just don't, I, don't, I guess I don't feel strongly about that just because it hasn't been shown before. I guess I don't really feel like that. It doesn't bother me. I don't know. That's a really strong argument that it shouldn't exist in the series. That'd be my one pushback. I, I don't like, I don't well, have obviously a, a reason for why it, why it's there, but uh, um, so that was just my, my pushback. You also do have like force <laughs> ghosts and stuff. Where it's like, you know, Luke hears Obi-Wan's voice in his head when he's at the Death Star. Like, after they're dead. I after mean, they're dead, sure. But yeah, and the other thing, too, the, the, part, the argument I would make against that is like, just because you haven't seen it before, like, I mean, we've only seen a small snippet, and especially everything in the original trilogy. Like, it's just Luke, basically, and super old Obi-Wan. Like, they're right. Not, so, they're where not, could it have happened? Yeah. Like, I yeah, mean, it, I, has, I agree it with would that. have to have happened in the prequels. And even there, like, when, like, I, I can't think of a lot of times where you would need that kind of. Yeah. Because why not just trick. use the holocom instead yeah, like they, of, like, yeah. Actually. It's like they, they could channel this <laughs> immense force energy, or they just, like, call someone on the phone, like, yo, hey, you know. But, but I, mean, I do see what you're saying with some of the other stuff. Like, it, 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 I think a lot of people have the same argument about the prequel trilogy, where it's like, in some ways, things seem more advanced in the past. And you're like, why weren't they doing that, you know, in the current era? Like, my camera keeps moving. Sorry about that. Well, we talked about that with like sort, you know, the lightsaber battles and stuff like that. I mean, it's yeah, just sometimes there's incongruity between them. So, all right. So I want to jump anyway. into the snake style yes. thing I don't like. And I think this is one that we all agree on. This may spawn, may spawn a whole other conversation, but just a feeling of repetition. Like the prequel trilogy felt pretty original. There wasn't, it didn't yes. feel like it was like just a, a whole like cycle of what the, of what the original trilogy it had, was before it. Had it had elements, but, it had like the, the set pieces, right? Like yeah, space battle, developed. the ground battle yeah, thing, yeah. but not, yes. Concepts, yeah. But, but yeah. as soon as, you know, Force Awakens starts and it seems kind of fresh at the beginning, right? There's new characters, there's stuff, and all of a sudden, wait, there's a, there's a, a, a planet killer oh wait what it it can now destroy whole clusters of planets in a system oh wait they've got to knock out the shields and to, to, you know, stabilize that, it. Um, hold on let me hide the secret in this droid and tell this droid to go find somebody <laughs> to help us what, out and what he lands on a desert planet in the outer rim where an unknown person is like yeah i mean you want to talk beat for beat with with a new hope that was yeah. I, that was i think the most the most vocal dissatisfaction with that movie when it came out when I, I feel like when force awakens came out people liked it but that was always the first criticism you heard it was kind of just retelling episode four with different characters you know a couple it was playing it safe characters. and i think like that it i was. feel like i don't know if any of you guys told me this like i thought someone had said that they read an interview with well not wasn't who was well, that was Kathleen abrams Kennedy. right 
But, oh, it was J.J. Um, Abrams, yeah, who directed But basically that, like, they had to play it safe almost or something. Yes. Like, that, like That's it was what purposeful to like, yeah. to, like, get the fans to accept the new trilogy the first Correct. one was. Because yes, I don't think you see that in 8 and Disney. 9. Like, yeah. Um, they didn't so much copy the, the original trilogy, like, counterparts. But 7, definitely. That was, I think, that was the Matrix, right? So, um, if we're snaking back for the negatives, one thing I would have to say and I kind of already touched on it, I guess, but to give more detail is just the innumerable problems with eight that I have. And specifically um, for me, one of the main problems I have with eight is the amount of content in that film that doesn't really seem to have a, a point. Could not agree. Um, and I would speak specifically to the part Finn? that just comes to mind. What? Go ahead. No, please go ahead. The part that came, comes to mind is the gambling planet scene, yeah, and like with Finn, I, yeah, and 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 uh, I mean the uh, the whole like space chase. I think like that that's kind of interesting. It, it's really drawn out, but in combination like with the gamble, but in the combination with the gambling planet scene, and then like just some of the stuff where like they're leaving the spaceship and coming back in the middle of a chase, and they're not like attacked or blown up, and they're like, and then kind of just the whole <laughs> futility of it all. The whole thing is in there, and it ends up coming to nothing. And, Absolutely uh, nothing. And I don't know, like that movie could be like thirty minutes shorter, and I and feel like they it'd be did a much that, better film. Could they have just like instead of doing all this fucking weird shit? Could they have just gone to get some more fuel? Like, is that where they <laughs> yeah, went? They sent, like, they sent an aircraft off let, and back. Yeah, and, and like, or like, why BP, couldn't, couldn't they have all just sure. couldn't they have all just piled into little aircrafts like that? And take but remember, fuel. It makes no sense that they could. Fuel wasn't the issue though. Fuel. Okay, so fuel was the issue, but it wasn't. It wouldn't have saved them. Right. It was just kick the can down the road they still had the fucking or the fleet behind them right and they couldn't go to hyperspace because they're being they're being tracked right. so no matter how much fuel you have you're in the same situation you're just it's, i guess delaying the inevitable and i'm gonna keep talking until shy stops freezing so yes shy's frozen that's pretty bad percent with yeah. that i think um yeah, it, and it just seemed really long. And every time we cut back to the capital ship, I'm like, okay, we're exactly where we were 45 fucking minutes ago. Nothing has changed. It was like, an absolutely contrived situation that didn't make a lot of sense. The whole thing was Finn was like, we need something for Finn to do because he's a character in our movie, but we don't really have a place for him in the plot right and now. Rose. And Rose. And Rose, who... And the they did Rose so dirty too, because like they're building this thing up between them, and then the third movie, it's just like peace. Yeah, and that was fine, but like, and maybe that's realistic, you know? Like he wasn't that into her, but um, goddamn, keeps moving. Uh, <laughs> yeah, eight was by far my least favorite. I did. I agree with what Van said. I when I rewatched it. I did like it a little bit better. And the fact of the matter is those parts seem longer than they are. Like they seem longer because they're kind of boring and pointless. <laughs> like, but they're really not that much of it. And like, I really, eight redeems itself because I think the parts with Ray and Kylo and Ray and Luke are very interesting. And, and I did think the ending was pretty cool. Like I thought, Dope. Jedi Master versus this young Sith, right? Yeah. And and even his like his counterpart, whoever that guy, the general, I can't remember his name, General Hux, I think it was. Huck. I can't remember. Yeah, Huck, who was like, "Hey, don't get sidetracked. You know what we're here to do? We're here to squash the rebellion, and you want to get sidetracked with your little fight against 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 um uh, Luke." And sure enough, he got baited and yeah. made to look like a, like a kid. I yeah. did love that scene, though. I was like, okay, how is Luke going to survive this? And then I was like, what? Like, blown away. It was, it was really awesome. And I like, I like how Kylo's like, you guys don't understand. Shoot everything you have at him. Everything. Maybe, maybe you think when I said everything, just shoot a lot of lasers. Right, no. I need mean, all I, the lasers. Yeah. That's a Ron situation. <laughs> all right. Um, anything else, Shy? That, that was your just eight in general yeah. I, I couldn't agree more that i hate i cut that whole part with finn and rose out of the movie it's a better movie for it yeah. just have keep, finn be keep, around keep benicio del toro somehow 
Yeah, he because, was good. Because I love him. He was good in that. Like, that was cool. Hold on, Chai has a different opinion. No, I do love Vinicius Del Toro. But once again, he just ties into the whole, like, like it didn't go anywhere. Like, right. his whole character, like, does nothing that, for, this, for the film. Plot, like, it's a shame because that, that whole plot point was very poorly written. And, you know, I thought they were going to meet Lando there. When that first, when I watched mm, that, that, that oh, nice. I thought they were going to be Lando and that, that was going to be amazing. And yeah. like, if Lando comes back with some kind of plot or some kind of advantage that changes things, then you don't feel that way. But you're right. Like it was completely filler and like, it didn't matter in the end. None of that even mattered. It didn't even, it didn't make sense in the first place. and It didn't matter in the end. So like, it was just poorly written. Like, if they'd have written it differently, they could have had all those pieces in place and still had a good payoff, and it just didn't. So, couldn't agree. Couldn't agree more. All right, Van, what about you? What's next on your beat list? I think list? for for me, um, <laughs> it comes back to suspending belief again, and it's just how many things you had to believe just were the way they are because it was in the movie. So all of a sudden, Palpatine's back with no explanation. I was gonna, I was glad you got there because I was gonna say, is nobody gonna mention the Palpatine? So all of a sudden, Palpatine's back with no explanation. Uh, all of a sudden, the 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 new order, the final order, has like, I don't know how many fucking ships. Oh my god! Every single one is a planet destroyer. Like, <laughs> talk about escalation, it, dude. Right? Yeah, you're from this ground battle to every, yeah. It's it just seemed like. This is fucking cool on the surface, but I cannot believe that this actually happened under the radar. Yeah, you're on the fucking planet Exima. Well, and, it and it's like Exigal, Exigal, Exigal. I like it. Well, and like the, it's the other side of the coin too. And I was gonna say this about episode eight. Like episode eight, there's there's like three ships. That's the yeah. entire the entire free galaxy is got three ships, and this new this first order that's been often somewhere and anyone knows comes out with like this like it dwarfs it it's like oh what's, god what's the galaxy been doing the last 20 years like right like right. you think it's been 50 million like what's going on here and then the other um, thing like okay you still have the death star but it's a fucking planet now with like a crevice cut down the middle like <laughs> i don't know it's just it was it was it was dumb i think what that really gets to and that kind of comes into to what i was gonna say so you kind of you took mine but that's good i'm just gonna expand on it is there's two there's two types of people who watch a, a movie like this right there's people who just want to watch a movie and don't have problems with any of that kind of stuff like it makes for a good movie it makes for a cool threatening fleet of sure. ships a bad all like, right it's no, all inspiring like, everybody you knows you're like yeah, yeah. Everybody knows what a badass Palpatine was. Like he's a great, he's a perfect, you know, evil villain to come back from the grave. And like, doesn't make any sense. But like, you could say, you know, okay, their little explanation. You know, the dark side is the path to many powers most would consider unnatural. That was that was kind of a cool. Who and like, it's great for the average consumer, and that's. That's what we all worried about when Disney took this over. Were they going to suck the soul out of the series and make it for a, a, a money printing machine? And that's right. what they did here. And that's what I think a lot of the... There's just too many questions that are just not, they don't even try to answer them. They're just like, oh, Palpatine's back. Okay. Like, no one's going to answer, ask how that's possible. Like, they're just going to be, oh, the dark side, something, 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 dark side. Like, like, for a world that's been built up so much and has so much outside source material that people know so well, like you just want more. You want, you want Disney or whoever was in charge to have taken the time to think this through and say, not just, can we do this? Well, you can do whatever you want, but let's find an explanation that people can at least say, okay, like, oh, maybe I don't love it, but I, I, I could see that. Like, you know, kind of like, like, look what Shy did with Kylo, right? Like we kind of were like that fight between Kylo and, and Finn was a joke. And Shai's got like an explanation for it. Like, hey, here's how, here's a way you could rationalize that and be like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. And like, I just feel like they didn't do enough of that 
when they made, especially eight and nine, like they just kind of were like, we want to make a cool movie and we don't really care about, we'll let the fans rationalize how it all works. And that's disappointing. Shy, defend me, defend, defend your movies. No, no, <laughs> I, uh, I, I agree. I think, um, I mean, I think we talked about maybe doing kind of an overall talk about the series kind of to close the episode yeah. out. I think Palpatine's re- reappearance for me ties into that kind of conversation. Okay. I don't know that it makes sense, but I, what I really like is that if you look like you, when we talked to the prequel trilogy, you really talked about how much you liked seeing Palpatine's origins Loved and you liked seeing it. how Loved he began. And I think if you look at all nine films in a row and the way they brought Palpatine back, like, like now all of a sudden you really have from one to nine, it's, it's Skywalker versus Palpatine. It's this sure. narrative of these two bloodlines and yeah. whether or not they did it cheaply to make it that way in episode nine, I don't know, but uh, they did. I think it does. But I do know they did. Yeah. I mean, I think it ties it up. Well, I'm glad it wasn't just, what was the, what was the leap, the Sith Lord, supposedly the one that got killed and ate the bald guy or whatever. The, oh, Snoke. Nope. I'm glad Supreme it wasn't just leader this, and Supreme Snoke. Leader Snoke was the ultimate villain in the final trilogy, this random, you know. So Supreme Lord. Leader Snoke um, was actually controlled by Palpatine the whole time, supposedly. Right, right? that was the that's, idea. That's yeah. what they yeah. on, yeah. Um, and but, yeah, I, I, agree, I agree with you in principle, Shia. Like, when I, when I first saw the trailer to episode nine, and, like, it had that evil cackle of, eh, 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 I was like, ah! Because I... I was excited for Palpatine to be back and I wanted him to be back in it. I wanted to know how though. Like they, that's where they let me down. Like, I think it's great that he's the villain of that. I think it's disappointing that they didn't give us a backstory of how did that happen? Make me believe that this is possible, that right. he really was that badass. Like, and there were so many ways they could have done it. Like you could make, you could build a, a compelling way for this to happen, you know? And they just didn't. They didn't take the time. Instead, they filled the movie with a lot of other stuff that also, like, I didn't, I didn't get to say this, but I'm going to say it really quick. There's a lot of cheap, cheap, like, tear-jerk moments in Episode Nine that did not need to be there. They made you think that Chewie had died. And no, he was on a different ship. They made you think, oh, C-3PO, our friend, he's going to have his memories wiped after all this shit. Oh, no, R2's got his, <laughs> R2's got his memory bags. Yeah. It's cool. yeah. like, it's, and you're back, old friend. Yeah, you build all this yeah. shit up, and there's no consequence to any of these things, and it cheapens the movie. And I think that's one of my biggest, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this, something's been bothering me for the last three fucking weeks since you brought it up. And it's that the squadron that died at the end of, of Rogue One yeah. becomes the Knights of Ren. And, like, I watched this through that lens, and I was like, that's so fucking perfect. Wouldn't, like, why didn't that happen? Like, and then, and then the only thing I could think of is Disney. And yeah, that's what happened. It was too dark. With, that's well, and what again, the rest like, of they said, I read a report that said they thought the ending was too dark and needed to be changed. And I'm like, what is darker than every single main character dying? Like, that's pretty fucking dark, man. Like, what did you scale back? Right. Well, if you'd say you scaled back those heroes being tortured and turned evil, okay, maybe that's darker. Like that, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, but that was bitching. The other thing I'd be remiss if we didn't mention was like going back to the cheapness, like Snoke's mm-hmm. death. Now that you brought up Snoke, Very are strange. you kidding me? He's talking about he's talking about Kylo grabbing the blade and pointing it at his victim and igniting it, and at the whole time like freaking. Ray's like or Kylo's like moving it but Snoke doesn't see it happening right next to him he's a fucking Sith Lord it's Palpatine supposedly and you don't see that happening like oh I was so pissed I actually see I actually thought that was all right I didn't I didn't have any beef with that I thought that was actually kind of cool it it kind of tricked him you know it it's in in a way it makes sense because you're using you're using somebody it's it's, again it's a it's a throwback to episode six right your overconfidence is your weakness Right, like he's th- he's so sure he knows everything there is to know about Kylo Ren that he doesn't even think that there it might be a trick. And I, I thought that was kind out, of weird. what I didn't like is the, the only out that I could give him is that he genuinely felt that Kylo Ren was killing someone who he hated, but thought mm. it was Ren or Ray and not yeah. himself. Right. So yeah. yeah, he couldn't imagine that Kylo would hate him. Right. 
That doesn't make any sense. Guys, guys but again, like Snoke, Snoke is another ball. great example of this of this lack of like they like they made this cool evil villain and we're all waiting for like who is he? What's his deal? Where did he come from? What's his backstory? And then they just kill him and there's nothing. And they I heard they asked one of the directors or some I don't know exactly who it was. They asked about him and they said, Well, you know, some people were kind of sad about that. And they're like, Well, why? I mean, he was there to fill a role. Like we needed a villain and he filled that role. And it's like, Probably that's Rain. how they, oh, go ahead. Probably, I think Rain, Rain Johnson, I think is the guy. Rain that might've been who it was. That it's the director right. of eight. The director it was of a, eight. He directed eight. Cause it and wasn't there were JJ. a number of things people asked about. Like there were a number yes. of things where he's just like, we had to put something in there. Or like, are yeah, these are really, yes. you thought? Like, yeah, yes. he has some really dumb responses to interview questions. People ask yes. him about certain things in and the like, film. And it just, all it does is it shows what I said before that like, Disney does not view this. It's not made like you can say what you want about George Lucas and the guy had his faults, but he was telling a story. He was building a world and he wanted. Disney's not interested in telling a story. They're interested in making a movie and making money. And like, that's fair. Like that's why they bought the license. Right, they own that's why the they rights. bought the IP. Yeah. Like, but it, it. But I don't have to like it. I don't have to agree it, with yeah, it. Yeah, it it hurts. I think the hardcore fan is never going to appreciate that as much. But like the casual fan is probably doesn't see a problem there, and that's that's what they're that's why they are made the way they are. All right, so let's talk about rankings. If if we can move on, if anybody, unless anybody has anything else, um, let's. I feel like I feel like I don't know. I just feel like we're we just battered like a basket of kittens or something. I feel kind of bad. We do. Deserving, undeserving. Like I don't know. That's we'll let our audience decide. Well, well, <laughs> let's, let's try one to... final thought. Oh, please. Like a pro since I'm the person pro. I think with the most pros of the new trilogy. Um, you mentioned the Knights of Ren and I just, I remembered the final scene in rise of Skywalker where they're, they're kind of circling Kylo. He's got an exit yeah. going like shit. He's getting beat up. And then there's that like kind of culmination, like, Smiley was talking about in 8 how he really liked that kind of interaction between Kylo and Rey. And it was kind of weird in 8, you know? Like, all of a sudden, they can see each other. And then, and then yes. kind of... I forget in 8 if it was as obvious. They, they Did the, they the, start physically interacting with each other in 8? Or is it 9 that they, like... It turns out they can actually, eight, like... 8, like, there's one like part in 8 in where, the, like... Uh, where like water comes through, like a wave yeah. crashes oh, yeah. and, like, and, yeah. and gets him wet or something. Yeah. yeah. So They called it so Force it's Time. Of, so it's kind of weird, but like it's kind of cool. It develops a relationship. I thought like they really set up well for that final scene in Rise of Skywalker where like he's getting surrounded and they're kind of looking at each other. Yeah, he's got his hand behind yeah. his back and yeah, all of a sudden yeah. he pulls out the lightsaber that she like handed him, you know, and it's like... You oh, saw that yeah, coming for sure. Yeah, that oh yeah. Well it was, set up. It was yeah, badass. Was so I'm sorry. Was, that, yeah, that was good. I like that scene too. And you like it because it was well established and set up. It wasn't like a hokey power. Right. That, it's not like, oh, wow. So now we can send lightsabers through time and space without any explanation. <laughs> like, no, they actually built the explanation. They, you right. saw that happen earlier and it wasn't a stretch. And like that kind of and you, like, you learned with what them. makes it feel good. Yeah, you learned with it. Absolutely. Because they had not seen it at all either. They were wondering what the hell's going on. And, yeah. and you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah. So it's, rankings it's that that trilogy could have been so much better than it was that's what i'll say it had some cool ideas so let's talk about right let's rank let's start what we did on the other trilogies really quickly rank of the sequel trilogies seven eight nine what's your order there we'll start with van oh just seven eight nine just seven and eight to start i think seven nine eight same here shy uh it'd be nine seven eight for me Nine seven eight. All right, let's rank. So now this is a little bit tougher. We you, you alluded to it earlier. <laughs> let's rank the trilogies in and of themselves. So you have to take all three of each trilogy. Where do you put your trilogy? I'll go first. Mine's probably pretty obvious. Original, prequel, sequel. Again, like I just Palpatine just wins it for me in the prequel trilogy. Like his rise, his oh, machinations good. are. I just I love it. And, and then he uses politics to like. Oh God, it was just fighting perfect. against himself. Yes. It was the coolest thing, and it was so uh, brilliant. It's just brilliant. So that's where I come down. What about you, Shy? I think uh, I don't know. I think I've got to go original, sequel, prequel, and I think it's just a lot of that just because of how bad I think. Okay. Two, I just don't like two and three that much. Two is not a so good bad. Movie. Two is well. We'll get we'll get to our overall rankings here in a yeah. second. All right, Van. So before,
or man. Um, here we go. Get a pen and paper. So let's, yeah, let's really go through it. Wait, hold on. Nine movies Maybe. and what? Go ahead, Sean. Can Van do his his, his trilogy repeat again? You, I, I, I had a hiccup there while he was doing his ranking of the. Trilogies. It recorded. Uh, yeah, it did record. Uh, Van originally agreed with me. Um, and after then watching, I agree with you. He came over to your yeah. side of the force. Oh, I see. Yeah, it worked on our side, but if it hicked up on his side, yeah, I was gonna say if I'm recording, recording, I don't know that. Yeah, I don't yeah. know that that makes a difference for oh. you. If, if you guys so every time that up. he's frozen, we may have been, we may have lost. Uh, yeah, good. I think that's, that's something yeah. I've been thinking of, but I don't know. If there's really anything we can do. Um, uh, we'll just go yeah. with it and apologize okay, so my, to our fans afterwards. Yeah, right. I, re I recapped it. We're good. Well, I'm worried about the other times when Van froze when we were talking. So, that, well, somebody might have missed what we said. We didn't say anything that important. Anyway, here's what I want from you guys. I want the nine movies, and I need you to put in the two standalones as well. So we're working in Rogue One and Solo into this, oh, shit. Into this ranking of nine. Oh, right. see, so, oh, I don't know that I feel that strongly about this. I could probably do like a top five, but I don't know that like I'm going to be able to rank 11 movies. Okay, you, don't gotta, you don't have to live order. with it forever. Yeah, so yeah. just off the cuff. Off the cuff. Where are you at? All right, Make it smiley, start so that I'll we start can, us off. Yeah. I've, I've thought about this many times. I've enumerate, I've enumerated this for my wife. My wife and I have both gone through and ranked these movies ourselves. So uh, this is not the first time I'm doing this. So here's my rankings of Star Wars um, from top to bottom. Top, uh, I think I think I've already been on the record of saying Return of the Jedi is, is my number one um, personal favorite. Um, again, we're going... To be clear, this is a favorites list, not what you think is the best movie necessarily. Um, you know, what's what's your favorite? Um, but maybe we'll pause because I feel weird. No, I have my headset. I, I, I'm right next uh, to you guys. I, I'm, 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 I'm listening. Writing. I'm, I'm looking for my right, writing I'm, utensil. So. I'm, I'm I guess I'm just so used to having the attention of my audience <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm talking, and now you guys are just like. <laughs> um, okay. Um, Return of the Jedi is number one. Empire Strikes Back is number two. I would put um, Star Wars Episode One at number three, which is probably higher than almost anybody else in the known universe. Um, then I go Solo at number four. Um, and then I would do A New Hope at number five. Um, for six, I would do Rogue One. For seven, I would do The Force Awakens. Would I do The Force Awakens? Yeah, I'd probably do The Force Awakens for seven. Uh, for eight, I would do episode three, um, Revenge of the Sith. For nine, I would do the... Um, what's the Rise of Skywalker? So I'm trying to remember the names. Yeah. Episode nine. Uh, for 10th, I would do episode eight, The Last Jedi, and... I still cannot put episode two anywhere, but at the bottom, it had a couple cool parts in it, but uh, ultimately uh, it is my least favorite of the films. So, so there, there you have it. Who's ready? Shy. I've, like I've got ready. mine down. Yeah. Right, um, so I think there'll be some similarities probably. I think my, yep. it'll be interesting. We'll see. Um, my, my top one is, uh, is Empire Strikes Back. Um, that's my favorite. Um, followed by Return of the Jedi and number two. Um, like you, episode one is number three for me. So oh, I really like Qui-Gon. I like that. episode one. I think that I think that was a really good film. Uh, Rise of Skywalker is actually number four for me. I really like how that wrapped everything up. Uh, then New Hope is number five. Um, so Rogue One I put as number six. My, I, you know, I like the standalones. They're just lower in my lower in my in my rankings than uh, yep. I think than you had them. Um, then I, think I, I had Rogue one six as well. Well, yeah, but you had Solo a lot. I had Solo. <laughs> I, had high. Solo. I haven't gotten to Solo yet. Um, so um i had uh force awakens at number what is that one two four five six seven i guess that's episode seven at seven uh last jedi at eight i had solo at nine i having rewatched it recently i don't think it's a bad film see i don't know that i think any of these except two are really bad films but <laughs> it just is not one of my favorites um and then i had uh revenge of the sith at 10 and then i had um the clone wars at 11 just so same similar feelings as you for that movie van okay um i'm just gonna say the numbers because like you i don't want to fumble over the names um four i'll try you can help me out 
Give me the assist. A new hope. <clears throat> Four, a new hope. Um, six, Return of the Jetty. Five, Empire Strikes Back. Um, Rogue One. Solo. Episode one, The Force Awakens. At number six, huh? Episode seven. Okay, that's for last. Uh, that's Force Awakens. Oh yeah, Force Awakens. Sorry. Um, Did you already say Force Awakens? No, I said a new. Or I said. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. It was supposed to be um, Phantom Menace. Phantom one Menace, Phantom yeah. Menace. Okay. Seven Force Awakens. <clears throat> Nine. Um, the Jedi gets uh, awesome. The last, the Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. That's the one. Same thing. Um, three, eight, and then two. So we all have eight, then two at the bottom. I think that's pretty well agreed upon. I had three and two. Oh, you did have three. That's right. You had three. You had, you had eight ahead of three. Eight was ahead of Solo. <laughs> oh, that's right. You had Solo nine. That is rude, sir. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. So let's just talk briefly. Final thoughts on the trilogy in, in, in general. Like anything you want to say about Star Wars? Anything that hasn't been said? Anything you want to say again because it was worth saying twice? Start with Shy. You think they could do another trilogy? Do I think they could do another trilogy? Yeah, I, I think they will do another trilogy. I think it's a matter of when, not if. Um, the question is, like, how tied to the like the real question is hmm. will it involve the new the characters that we learned from in the skywalker saga or is it going to be set you know 500 years in the future is it going to be an old republic type thing you know they have the a newer order <laughs> yeah what's the it finalist what's it order <laughs> how larger this galaxy is a is a galaxy killer <laughs> all the planets in this galaxy connect the entire entirely. galaxy's a risk the guys the galaxy sucks up black holes for its energy <laughs> like the, the, you know here's the thing the cool thing about that though you had to give credit to episode seven like han did make like that meta comment in the war room where he's like didn't we already do this there's always a vent let's just blow it up again <laughs> like poked a little funny yeah yeah, he did. The other here's a, here's a different question for you guys. Similar, what do you think they would ever make another, even if it's just standalone film, in like with Han, Luke, and Leia, either played by other actors or using CGI? Like we saw them pull out the CGI Princess Leia in Rogue eight. One. Oh yeah, Rogue and One. Eight, eight a little and bit, then, but and then in nine they did not. Nine they went back to actual recordings of of Leia yeah. and whatnot. So do you think that they would ever dare to make like a, I don't know, like an episode 6.5 where it's like pre fall of Kylo Ren, where like Han, Luke and Leia are still actually doing stuff. And do you think there'd be an appetite for a movie like that? If you did it soon enough, could you just do Mark Hamill and Adam Driver and then just do like, even just the two of them, like a large part would be just the two of them. Could, Um, yeah. Would that be interesting? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Who are they fighting? Yeah. Like, who's the no, villain? Like, Each yeah. other. <laughs> just thought. Palpatine goes back a third time. <laughs> he Get was really. <laughs> he's like a rat. There's rat Palpatine in the Jedi <laughs> Academy, like manipulating their emotions. I did like the foreshadowing, by the way. You, we were talking about Chewie dying on the freighter or on the transport vehicle. I yeah. did like the foreshadowing of Ray trying to grab the thing back and accidentally shooting her lightning like uh, Palpatine does, and that's how she ended up blowing up the, the transporter. Uh, uh, so yeah. that was really cool. Um, I think for all of its faults, it's still a magical series that I absolutely love um, and will want my kids to, to watch as well. Um, whether it's nostalgia growing up, owning the first three, which ironically are four, five, six. Um, I don't know. It's it's still magical. It's still one of the greatest sagas out there ever. Um, so as much shit as we gave it, um, so worthy or not, it's awesome. Solo 2! <laughs> Come on. Yeah, we're Solo 2. Well, you know, it'll be the real biggest reason i want for solo 2 is i want like yes. darth maul you're gonna work you're gonna you but and i like, are gonna be working closer what, together from now on yeah what if they work that in to kenobi that's what i was thinking somehow. too like pivot in yeah uh-huh as long as we get the story that's what i want it's all about but the, the timelines yeah 
are they're off. a little bit off. I mean, yeah. they're a little bit off, but not that much off. That's we true. don't Just know. A, yeah, you're right. We don't know how far before episode, because we assume that Han's been working for well, Han's like, for a long time. Uh, uh, like probably a decade, maybe. Who knows? Could be yeah. like they. There could be. Eh, You're we right. Don't know. There's some crossover possible. Wiggle room that they could yeah. maybe make that happen, but and we don't know either. Like I've heard that from the Kenobi epi- that in Kenobi they were casting for like a like seven or eight year old boy and girl for a young Luke and Leia. So like it could be as much as almost ten years down the road in Kenobi as well. So that could bring them a lot closer together. Yeah. Like if you're 10 years in advance with, with Han and 10 years later with, with uh, Obi-Wan, you're there. Yeah. That'd be dope. I would watch that for sure. Well, I'm going to watch the Kenobi one anyway. And of course, we're all going to play Star Wars Squadrons if it doesn't yes. come out terribly. Which one is that? Next month. Out? Soon, somehow. Right? Next Ooh. month. Interesting. So maybe there's a podcast. So maybe there is another Star Wars podcast. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Well, we'll give you guys a couple of times off. We're going to do a disc in the drive next week. Um, do we have any other thoughts about Star Wars before we hit the spiel? Or anything? One last thought. What's your, what's your final thought. wrap? Your final. No. Unit, I need your. That was, that, that was my final what wrap. What you thought Solo about two. the saga. Solo no, two. what do you think about the saga oh, in, in its entirety? No, listen, uh, it's, it's, I love Star Wars. I've always loved Star Wars. I'll keep, you know, they're going to keep making these fucking movies. And I'm probably <laughs> going to keep being disappointed with them. Because, again, as I said, they're more interested in making movies than embellishing. And. I don't understand why. Like we saw what they did with Marvel. Like the great thing about those Marvel movies, the reason they're so good is because everything ties together. Everything makes sense. Like everything you can like, and especially the comic book nerds who really know that shit, like for the most part are on board. And I know, cause I know a number of them that like, they're like, it's consistent. Like they take the time to get the details right. Even in between all those series. And that's what people like it, it tells a good story. So they, they know how to do it. Like, I hope they up their game in the future Star Wars movies and, and really work on making a consistent narrative that makes sense. It's not just pulling magic tricks out of their hat to sell better movies, but like make it make sense. That's my hope. But I'll keep watching them because I've been watching Star Wars my whole life. And clearly I know way too much about it. If I knew as much about other things as I did about Star Wars, I'd be a much more useful member of society. So there you have it. I really gonna you. You wanted to say something? Yeah, just really quickly. You know, I made a comment I think in the last episode about how I disliked the enhanced versions of the original trilogy that George Lucas added stuff oh, to. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing a J.J. Abrams version of eight. Like if he ever did like an extended cut with uh, to make eight make more sense or or cut out stuff that doesn't make sense. I think that could be kind of cool. Like an eight and an eight re a remaster. That'd be cool. Yeah. Like, it's sad that it needs to be remastered when it only came out a couple of years ago, but I'm with it. I'd watch that. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for bearing with us for five weeks of Star Wars. This is really not a Star Wars podcast in general. Like, we're going to have to put Star Wars in our tagline from now on, like, to pay royalties or something. But uh, if you want to give us some feedback, what you think of Star Wars, what would you like us to spend five podcast on in the future we'd love to hear from you we're the focus target podcast we're on twitter at focus target we've got a youtube page focus target podcast uh where you can actually see us talking at each other and and making funny faces and sometimes freezing on the camera like this uh so you know always fun to watch and then of course um we have an email the focus target podcast at gmail.com send us your feedback we'd love to hear from you um until next time we will be back uh with you with some non-star wars related content and i hope you look forward to that i am your host smiley this is shy and i'm ben and the most resounding cover us porkins we're out